Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Are you ready to manifest incredible love? Not just love, but healthy, meaningful, aligned love. Hi, I'm Alia Lovely, the host of Chart Topping Podcast, Spiritual Shit. And I'm Shirin Eskandani, coach and founder of Wholehearted Coaching. We've both manifested amazing partnerships and want to show you how to do that in your own life by unlocking your energy and mindset. So we've created Manifest Them, the online course to call in your soulmate. With over six hours of content, worksheets, bonus meditations, and breathwork exercises, this course will show you exactly how to shift your beliefs and frequency to manifest your equal and capable partner. This course will not only teach you how to call on your soulmate, but also how to nurture a loving, healthy relationship. If you're interested in finding love or finding out more about how to manifest, head over to manifestthem.com. Open the door, love, and step into the partnership you've always desired. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and today we are talking about psychic gifts. Um, The reason I want to talk about this is because I think that, that a lot of people are out there when you decide you want to book a service or, um, you know, like a medium or a card reader like myself... Uh, there tends to be this, I guess, you know, pressure that someone knows more than you about yourself. And while I believe a hundred percent that there are people who are gifted in more than one and in beautiful ways that they are able to look into, uh, your frequency and your aura and even your trajectory and see some things that you um, may not know. For the most part, you tend to know those things about yourself already, and it ends up being more of a confirmer, confirmation, affirmation of some sort, of something you already knew, right? So, you know, I'll say that when um, I'm taking clients for card readings, they often say, yeah, man, I knew that about myself, but, you know, essentially it's helpful to hear it from a stranger to confirm that, you know? And while I think going to someone for guidance is a really beautiful tool that we have available to us in our spiritual lives, I also think it's really important for people to lean into their own intuition, lean into their own gifts as well, um, despite that, you know? So, Um, plenty of the people that I see for card readings 
are also quite intuitive themselves. And it's, it's something that I, I get excited about because I'm like, ooh, you know, what type of gift do you have? <laughs> Where can we uh, expose areas that you're really talented and maybe you decide you wanted to help others or maybe it's just for you or guidance for your friends and family. So let's talk about it. Um, I'm going to start with Claire audience and Claire audience is my strongest Claire. And when we talk about Claire's Claire means essentially clear, I believe in French. And those were terms like clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairsense, claircognizance, and so on, are, are the different essentially senses and how to be essentially clear in them. So, uh, clear audience is clear hearing, and uh, that's my strongest clear. And it's associated with the throat chakra, uh, meaning that, you know, clear writing, clear listening, clear speaking. And uh, I, I first kind of heard about that from the gene keys. Uh, gene isn't like DNA. Um, there was a book that I read that was channeled that had talked like it does, it does this thing based on your birthday or whatever and lines you up with uh, your gifts or your mission that you come here from. I'm sure some of you guys have heard me talk about it. Anyway, it kept saying uh, my, my gift to the world would be language of light uh, that the frequency in which I'm able to communicate to other people, help them awaken or help them heal in some kind of way. And the first time I read that we were in the like, right in the beginning of lockdown last year. So March, April of 2020. And while I had already started a podcast, no, 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 sorry. No, that's actually way wrong. <laughs> sorry. I just got corrected by my spirit guide. And they're like, that's not when that happened. I'm running two things together. No, actually, sorry. It was uh, a year prior before that, that that happened. I got deeper into it once COVID hit. Um, but anyway, sorry. The, it, it helped me understand that there is, um, you know, some, some association with, uh, when you came in to the earth or your mission or whatever, uh, associated with your, your, your gift set and, and how you're supposed to utilize it. So anyway, all that to say, that was a tool for me to be able to expand and to see what is my, uh, strength. And so when I first read it, I didn't put any, too much thought into it. Cause I was like, well, you know, this book has been channeled by someone. And, and, and even though I put a lot of esteem into spiritual books and spiritual things, I also am a science-based logical person and, um, you know, kind of take things with a grain of salt. So I'm reading this and this is much, much prior to me having the podcast. And I remember like almost leaning into that, like trying to discover, okay, what does it mean to be clairaudient? What does it mean to develop those gifts of clear hearing? I already knew that in some capacity, I was able to hear, um, you know, spirits, uh, connect with me. I remember when I would lay down and it got really quiet at night. I don't notice it anymore, but before it was like, I feel like I can hear a radio playing behind me, uh, or like how it sounds when you go inside of a mall. And then noticing how like certain voices really bother me or certain sounds, I became increasingly misophonic. I think that's how you say it. Um, misophonia is when you have this like intense rage or agitation towards a particular types of sound. And I've found that as I've gotten older or as I've deepened my relationship with my psychic gifts, um, that th things annoy me more. 
I become more sensitive to some of those sounds. Uh, in addition to uh, being able, I believe, being able to connect deeper to what uh, one of I would consider one of my gifts is channeling. Uh, being able to connect spirit from, uh, not spirit necessarily, but a message from beyond or in the ether, in the collective, in the aura, in a spirit guide or a past loved one and being able to communicate that to uh, the public. So anyway, I leaned into that and uh, what I found was is that the more that I accepted that spiritual gift, the more that gift became um, a strength of mine. I was able to lean in really deeply into what I was feeling uh, was something I could be good at. And thus then I believe I continued to manifest that exact thing. So for yourself, um, I would ask you to type, try to consider like, what are your strongest senses? Um, and actually what would be a funny way to do this is see, see which sense annoys you the most. Like, uh, you know, do bright lights bother you? You know, we talked in the empath episode about how you have certain sensitivities to certain things. And I don't think you necessarily need to be a strong empath to do that because one, I believe everybody is an empath to some degree, but two, um, you know, you know what your strongest sense is. Like some people have an insane sense of smell. Um, some people have an insane sense of taste, uh, an insane sense of, you know, feeling other people's feelings. Uh, sometimes people just know things before they happen and maybe you're someone who doesn't necessarily trust your intuition or your gifts. And so when things show up for you, you're like, nah, that was a coincidence or no, that didn't happen. or That's not real, whatever. Um, and so it becomes less noticeable to you. So I want you to think about that. Where are your uh, strongest, I was even triggers, annoyances, <laughs> Um, for me, it's sound like certain sounds really bother me. Um, the sound of cer certain people's voices. Um, I, I have this joke with, um, my partner, David, that uh, I hate watching King of the Hill because of the way Hank sounds. <laughs> um, and it's not even the accent that he's using. It's, it's the sound of his particular voice because the other characters don't bother me. Anyway, it's just, it's, so, it's such a peculiar thing, right? So, ask you to ask yourself the same question. And from there, uh, you know, look into areas in your life where you've noticed you've gotten intuitive pings through that particular sense. So, um, I have a bit of clairvoyance. It's not my strongest clair, but I know that in dreams, I've been able to see things, um, before they happen. I've been able to see things in waking life that maybe other people haven't been able to see or notice things that, that people are like, wait, how did you see that? You know, um, so kind of think about that for yourself. If like, what's, what's the strongest for you? And then lean into what that may look like as a strength. So what, where do you want to focus your intention and energy to develop that particular thing? Um, before we get really into that part of development, and we'll see if we have time to get into that anyway. But the the real thing I really want to convince, um, confront, sorry, is, you know, your lack of trust in yourself. It is so difficult for you to develop your psychic gifts or connections to guidance, uh, even spirit guides, um, when you don't trust yourself. 
And when you don't allow yourself to um, lean into what what's coming to you, if you have always this fear that I'm making it up or a lot of doubt involved, it's going to be really hard for you to develop that particular gift. I remember when I started seeing ads for like psychic school and stuff, and I was like, okay, you know, you're going to, we're going to pay this money for you to teach me how to be a psychic. And I, I never went to psychic school or anything like that, but I had always thought that whatever your gifts were, um, are inherently, you know, you're gifted to you, you know, um, engendered to you. So like there would be no development of any sorts. You just had it or you didn't. And I have learned that that is actually not true at all because there are people, myself included, that I've seen be able to develop their own gifts by learning how to deepen their trust in themselves and learning that the message that they come, that comes to them uh, is not a mistake. We had an episode uh, a few episodes ago um, where the universe talks to you, the language of the universe through spirit. And, you know, what was really interesting about that is that there, when, when, we are trying to connect with someone from the other side, uh, you know, they'll give us signs and we can ask for it. Um, what did she say? She called it uh, a Tammy master birthday. She called it a sign, a sign. So a sign, a sign to, uh, you know, the person that you're trying to com- communicate with that can be your spirit guides. It can be your ancestors, your higher self or whatever angels, whatever you want to call it or whatever you identify with. So a sign, a sign, to, um, you know, that particular person to show you that it's, it's real. But a lot of times you guys will get those signs and then not believe them. I'm I'm also talking to myself. So, uh, yesterday, for instance, I asked my spirit guide to show me a butterfly and, you know, I hadn't seen a butterfly. I also hadn't been outside. So if I had saw a butterfly in my house, that would have been like mega weird and really cool, but also mega weird. And so anyway, I was flipping through Pinterest and there was this video that I happened to stop on where this like little black puppy dog is, um, chewing on something. And then these, these three butterflies start floating around him. And the caption on the thing was like the most beautiful video on Instagram. Or I don't know. And, um, and I said butterfly and I thought, no, nah, that's not it. And I, and I talked myself out of, um, my, my communication field that spirit guy was saying, you asked for a butterfly. You didn't ask like it had to be a physical one. It was a digital one. Okay. And some people will listen to that and be like, that's malarkey. (laughs) You know, like you, uh, you, you're really reaching here. And I guess what I have to say is like, like how much proof do you need? How much proof do I need that someone is present and someone is around and, and I'm able to hear them. I'm able to feel them, see them, talk to them in some kind of way. And when I have that doubt, it's, it's like that, that portal is shut down, you know, um, to be really honest, like during my entire pregnancy, I felt really shut off from being able to talk to my spirit guides. And I'm not actually sure why part of me said, Oh, it's me. I'm grounding my, my, my whole body is using so much energy to be grounded to the earth. And so I don't have the high level chakra connection that uh, I used to have because my body's pretty busy taking care of, you know, like growing a liver or whatever. But, um, and, and I, and I, to some degree think that that's true, but for the most part, it's, it's, I shut it down myself. 
you know, I started to have some doubts in myself, uh, you know, regarding some situations and how they happened, um, where I started to essentially have lower self-esteem about my abilities and about what connections I actually had, what connections were actually real. And, um, and part of that comes from, you know, when you do a spiritual, uh, trade, you know, there's a part of it that becomes work to you. And I don't mean that in like a sense of like, Oh, this is so much work. I don't want to do it. It becomes like a profession. It becomes something that's like second nature to you. It becomes something that's, you don't have to think about it anymore. And I used to have to meditate and sit with a candle and do the songs and I don't know, chants and such and you know, so on, uh, to feel my connection to spirit. And when I got a practice of doing it over and over and over and over and multiple times a day, I didn't need all that, that ritual beforehand to make the same connection. And, you know, I didn't, and I say that not to say that rituals aren't important and are wonderful to your practice and deepening your intuition and your, your spiritualness, but sometimes then you've honed and developed those gifts so much so that, you know, you don't need your outside team, your spiritual team to do as much of the heavy lifting because you've built up the strength. You've learned more about yourself. You learn more about how messages come to you. You've built more of a dictionary, uh, you know, resources, and you start to build up, not, uh, you know, kind of data, if you will, of like what works, what doesn't for you. So if you can lean into those things, then I believe you can develop those things. You can strengthen those things. So we're having this spirit guide workshop on August 1st at one CST. Um, and so hopefully I'll see you guys there. It's for Patreon members who are of the $10 membership. Essentially the workshop is for free because then we're selling it for $111 afterwards. But, uh, I started working on the material of it and I'm really excited about it. But all that to say is that there are a lot of people that want to hear from their outside team and their guides, and they're not really sure, uh, if they're actually hearing from them or how to develop their ability to be able to connect with them. And so what we're going to talk about is a lot of, um, you know, you're developing your own clairaudience, your own clairvoyance. Most people don't want to see a guide or a past loved one or a ghost or whatever. There are some people who really want to see them. And I, sometimes I challenge myself and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. I want to see it. And then I see something out of the corner of my eye. And I'm like, fuck, no, 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 not ready. <laughs> so I don't know if, if that will be my strong, uh, gift, you know, ever. I have to still overcome my own fear, uh, to, to do that. But for yourself, um, you know, if you want to have clear cognizance, clear sentience, um, clear knowing, clear feeling, um, clear audience, clear hear hearing, then there is a, is a process of you learning how to trust yourself, trusting your intuition, trusting that the messages that come to you are valid. And so I know everyone here has a story where they think a loved one has connected with them and they've said, Oh, that was a coincidence or, Oh, maybe I'm making that up. Um, or even you've had connection with a spirit guide or you've had, you've had connection with your own intuition that you knew something before it happened, or you knew a situation wasn't going to be great, or you knew a person wasn't going to be good for you, or you knew that da, 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 da. like how many times have you been, you, you've done, uh, been in a situation you're like, dang it, I knew that I shouldn't have, or, 
I wish I had, or, you know, you were onto something in that regard. Like these are things that need to be brought to your attention. So that way, next time you don't miss it. You don't miss the guidance. You don't miss the sign. Um, you don't miss your own trust and intuition of what's coming through your heart. I believe the heart is a very energetic organ. It's more energetic than, sorry, as far as the electromagnetic field goes, than your brain. As I know it, or as I've uh, read about it, your brain is like, has an electromagnetic field about four feet outside of your body, but your heart is much bigger. It's about six feet, seven feet. And why is this important? Because these particular organs um, have an electromagnetic field that's able to cross fields with other people to help give you information. I, I don't believe that's the only thing it's there for, but you can utilize that for that. And so when you cross paths with someone um, or you hear the frequency of someone's voice, you you can essentially start to intuit things about that particular person. Now, I'm not, not, I'm not talking about prejudice and I'm not talking about assumptions. I'm talking about what they call a, a gut heart feeling. And that is your intu intuition at work. But so often we tend to negate our intuition because we're, we're either one leaning into a place of scarcity or fear mindset, or we're making assumptions out of trying to protect ourselves or control things, or we just feel invalid. We don't feel either worthy of that information or um, that that information is something that would have come to us through that particular type of channel. So I have, um, you know, clients who are, who want to learn how to read cards, right? And when I sat down first and started reading cards, I was just reading them for myself. I was just going through picking a card and being like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing to think about. So I will you know, just reflect on that. And, you know, I didn't think that the cards were so much of a, a tool of divination, a tool of channeling until I started working with other people. And I was like, oh yeah, I like to read cards for myself all the time. I'll read cards for you. And that being like a little fun thing that I could do. So, um, I particularly remember one of my friends, uh, I was in Montreal and I would read cards for her a lot. And, you know, sitting down and pulling things and being able to communicate things to that I just came across my mind. And even if it didn't have the actual meaning of the card that the author had intended, there would be a message that came through to me. And I would say that to them and they'd be like, Oh my God, wow, that resonates. That's so crazy. This is what I'm going through or whatever. And I was like, huh, you know, not in the, the sense of, I said, huh, like, Ooh, I can play with this. You know, I don't mean it like that. I mean it more so of like, why is, why is it that it resonates? Why is it that I sit down and can read the card and people are like, that is spot on. That's exactly what's happening in my life. So what happened? I, I thought, okay, well maybe, maybe this is something, uh, I could be gifted at or something, you know, like I, I, I meant to do in some, some capacity. And so, uh, this, this friend was like, well, you should read cards at Dacha, this bar that has like a tarot night or whatever. And I was like, oh man, I'm so intimidated by that to have to read cards for other people. And I said, you know what, what the hell? I'm just going to jump in. I'm going to try this. I'm going to see what that, um, looks like. And you know, if it's a bad reading, it's a bad reading. Cause I've had bad readings before and people are like, they just kind of go, oh, okay, well, it sucks. And you know, tarot's not real. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so um, I took my Oracle cards. I was really nervous and I was sitting there with my crystals and I was like, I hadn't really figured out a system of how I read cards yet. And so I'm sitting in front of, um, you know, this couple who comes and they're, they're super cute and they look like, um, they're kind of dressed like Miami Vice ish. Um, <laughs> uh, they were super tan and I think they were from some, another country, but anyway, they, um, they sat down and they, they looked very serious and this, this reading was going to be like, okay, really need to listen to this. And I was, I was hella nervous. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to screw up. And I also don't want to make a mockery of, um, the cards because I respect this as a, uh, profession. I respect it, the cards as, a a line of divination or a line of reflection. And so, um, anyway, so they sat in front of me and I would just ask the spirit and said, please help me help these people help me say the right things, help me, um, you know, express what it is that they need to hear. Let it not be about me getting it right. Let it be about them hearing what they need to hear. So, um, in that reading, it was the first time I developed, uh, the, the style in which I read now, the way that I pull the cards, the way that I talk to people, it all started with that moment of me asking for that guidance, asking for the development of this particular gift. So, I read them both to tears and they, I mean, they cried and they were just like, Oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed to hear. I can't believe, you know, Oh wow, this is going to help me make this career choice. And you know, that kind of scared me because I was like, I don't want that pressure, but, <laughs> uh, and then I did the next reading and I did essentially, I believe it was seven or eight readings in one night. And I sat down with them and it was like, I did it in a 20 minute spurt or 50 minutes spurt or something. And the people were like, okay, we need your card or we need your Instagram or, um, when can I get another reading? Uh, and at that point I hadn't, you know, decided like we hadn't had COVID yet. So zoom wasn't super, you know, in the forefront. And the owner asked me if I could come back and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I don't even live here. <laughs> and I'm being asked to come back. And then he asked me, do you do readings in French? And I was like, man, no, I, you know, I don't, uh, have, the ability to, but although I'm working on that, I'm learning French currently, so I can start to give French readings. But anyway, all that to say, um, it was there, there was an inkling that I had about what it was that I felt, um, connected to. I like the cards. I like to be able to connect to talking to people in some form because my strongest Claire was Claire audience and that's, you know, my throat chakra. So I got to utilize what I already knew in some capacity was a strength of mine, according to this book I had read. But more than anything, it gave me the confidence to be able to ask and practice something, develop something that I thought, you know, I would like, not necessarily that I thought it would be good at, but something that I would like. And so that gave me an opportunity to be able to stand in some sense of, um, power and, uh, affirming or whatever of like, this is something I should do. This is something I should play with. Uh, this is something maybe I should take seriously. And so if there's something that you're interested in or that you find that you have an affinity to or towards, um, I say lean into that, whatever that may be. Um, I was talking to a client yesterday who, um, you know, is, in, is, is really interested in astrology and she's like, I'm obsessed with it. And I'm like, that's amazing. Um, you should 
try that out as something that you would maybe do for others and lean into that. Because I mean, I think astrology is an incredible gift. Uh, I don't know which Claire it goes with, but it's definitely uh, one that I don't have. (laughs) I'm really, really bad at remembering all the stuff. Uh, Anyway, but if that's something that you want in order to be able to connect with yourself, connect with your guides, uh, connect with areas that will help you better, deeper, explore who you are and, and how you'd like to make, I guess, life easier through a sense of guidance, then, you know, lean into that. Don't allow yourself to be in a space of imposter syndrome or, uh, an area where you're doubting something that's trying to come to you because I do believe everybody has gifts of some sort. And then they have areas that they're naturally gifted in and areas that they need a little bit of development or work on. So, you know, that person that you see, um, you know, for a psychic reading or something like that, or even me, uh, they also had to go through their own developmental process. And so there aren't, I don't believe that it should feel like this, there's this gatekeeper situation where like, oh, no, 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 I'm specially gifted and I'm psychic and I have, you know, these things like, you know, I guess decide what it is that you would like to be gifted at and work at it like you would do anything else. So, you know, you want to become a painter, okay? And you've never painted before. So get a paintbrush and start painting. Um, you want to start a podcast. So sit down, write out what it is you want to say or, or don't channel what it is that you want to say and, and lean into what feels fun or interesting to you. We have a big, uh, I believe complex about failure And so we don't try things often because we're afraid we're going to fail at them. We're afraid we're going to look stupid or silly or we're going to waste time. And I think if you're in a particular part of your spiritual journey, it's wonderful to be able to take in loads and loads and loads of information and learn, 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 learn. But there's also this, this time, I believe where there's a time of development too, where you start to put those, those gifts into practice, or you start to put in uh, that insight to practice in your own life. And you become a steward of whatever that thing is. And you're then thus able to develop a way to, uh, light work for, for, you know, yourself or even for others. I know that I talk to a lot of people that are like, I feel like I have a purpose. I feel like I have a mission. I feel like I have something greater to do. And, you know, don't we all, especially those of us who are millennials, I guess we have a bad rep for, for thinking that we all have something big (laughs) that we're supposed to present to the world. Um, and, and, I don't think that that's a bad thing. You know, we get a bad rap for it. I would consider myself on the cusp of millennial, but you know, that's fine. Um, it makes me sound younger than I am, (laughs) but anyway, we, we all have some type of, I believe purpose. And maybe because, you know, we incarnated at a particular time, we have a greater need to fill, um, you know, some sense of helping humanity expand, grow, elevate, uh, ascend in some kind of way. And so, you know, that calling that you feel in your heart in, in, in some avenues or aspects, I believe, you know, you can, you can flush out through your psychic gifts, through your abilities to be able to connect to the other side, the other world, the other, uh, information that's available to you, downloads, uh, guidance from, from angels and so on. All of those things I believe are accessible to you now. So can you trust yourself? Can you trust your own intuition? Um, can you, you know, find a good mentor 
that's able to help you along that path, but also not to lean on someone else's guidance all the time because you have your own intuition, you have your own meter, you have your own ability to be able to make connection with spirit. And in that regard, I think that it's important that you learn how to open that up for yourself. Um, something that's, for instance, like when we think of, when I think of, this is my personal experience, this may not be this way for you. Um, so just hear me from a perspective of this is just Aliyah's individual experience. But, um, I find that that church for me was a, a huge gatekeeper issue because I would feel like I was getting messages or being able to connect to God's source energy in some form. And it was like, no, you aren't of status to be able to interpret this. You must go through this man, um, this pastor or, you know, this, this, you know, whoever hierarchy that they set in, in front of us. And I think that that's what's been happening throughout history is there are areas in which people try to be the gatekeepers to the gifts and the information that should be available to everyone. And so, you know, if you're on your spiritual journey and you believe in some ways that these things are not accessible to you, I just want you to know that they are. And like any, any ounce of intuition that you have. Yeah. Okay. So say you said you try to predict a situation and it didn't happen the way you expected. That happens all the time. It's a process of honing and looking in and saying, okay, now that I, I trusted myself for that experience and this didn't pan out the way I thought it was, let me, let me evaluate that now. Now I have data. And the more and more you trust yourself, the more and more you go out and you, um, you know, try to intuit those things or try to utilize your gifts or listen to spirit from yourself or what, I don't know, whatever, however you want to do it, the more chances that you take and the more vulnerability that you lean into and the more risks that you, and when I say risk, I mean that like sometimes it's a risk for people to believe in themselves. So the more times that you, you allow yourself that vulnerability and that type of connection, uh, the more data and proof you have of, you know, times when you knew something versus times when you didn't. Right. Uh, when I was dating in New York, I had this like awful habit of being like, I know that this date's going to be like this and it's going to be like that. And this person's going to be like this. And maybe I was manifesting that from a scarcity place. That's possible. Um, but when I would get on those, those places, I would have that feeling of like, oh, this isn't right. And I would push through it anyway. Cause I thought I don't have a logical reason to feel this way. I don't have a logical reason to not give this person a chance. I don't have a logical reason to think that this is going to be blah, blah, blah. And then it would end up just like how I thought it was. And I was like, shit, um, why did I keep pressing? Why did I keep, you know, why did I not listen to myself? So give yourself space and opportunity to believe that you are gifted and not in the millennial snowflake kind of way. <laughs> if you're a millennial or Gen Z, okay. Uh, I know who listens to the show. Um, so give yourself the opportunity to, sorry, I said that and I'm not, I don't want to exclude anybody who's not in those ranges. I've just look at my demographics, <laughs> but give yourself the opportunity to, to lean into those things that you are yourself a powerful, uh, you know, energetic being, and you have connections that no one else has. You have abilities that no one else has. You are uniquely you and here because you have a unique perspective to offer. So maybe it's time to trust that perspective. You know, um, I, 
I love reading cards. It is something that's so fun for me to get to see over and over and over how spirit talks and how how connected to that information I'm able to help someone. And that feels good, you know, to be able to feel like I'm in my purpose in some kind of way. And so maybe you for yourself are also having kind of that urgency. Maybe there's something you already do. You know, maybe you're a nurse and you help people in that way. And that is your spiritual gift. You are able to see people in an empathic way and help them feel cared for and, and, and not alone. Um, you know, maybe you're a marketing professional and you have an incredible intuitive ability to be able to think of creative solutions and ways that help your client. Psychic gifts don't have to be just excluded to, you know, sitting in a cave and, <laughs> you know, coming up with something, uh, you know, pretty wacky. And I say wacky in the most respected way, <laughs> but think about your strengths and think about your senses and the, the deep connections that allow you to have something beyond what is, you know, kind of on the surface. So when I talk about psychic gifts, your ability to be able to connect to the outer energies and utilize those for guidance, utilize those for um, assistance. So it doesn't just have to be, I'm psychic and I can tell you your future. In fact, you know, many people who are psychic don't tell the future. I think there's a very few amount of people that can do that. And I myself don't even really believe in fortune tellers, you know, um, and I believe in a lot of stuff like, but fortune tellers too far. Okay. Um, aliens, but not fortune tellers. So <laughs> anyway, all, all to say that you, you have a unique gift and you have an ability to be able to connect to outside information, whether that be through your senses, through your knowing, through your hearing, speaking, viewing, tasting. <laughs> um, I always thought it was funny when people all say they have clear, I don't know what the, the French word is for it, but the clear taste basically. And how do, how do they use that psychically? No shade. If you, if that is your strongest gift, maybe your foodies, I don't know, like chefs maybe probably have clear taste. I am not one of them, so I don't understand it. But anyway, <laughs> using your gifts, whatever those may be, and seeing how you can connect to those outer ethers in ways that make you a more connected being. You know, psychic gifts don't have to be this overfluity, um, you know, super mystical, out of reach thing. You know, sometimes you knowing that your mom is going to call is part of your psychic gift. Um, you know, you having precognition or uh, ability to connect to information that you, you know, get on the fly spontaneously or whatever. Anyway, I think that. This week, you should try, try to, to journal that out, lean into that. What, what am I, what are my psychic gifts? Where am I, my senses more present or more connected? What are areas where my friends tell me I'm really good at this, or I'm really helpful in this particular area and lean into it. If you can't find it, what do you always feel an affinity towards? What, and what, do you, what would you like to develop? And remember that there's not this, this, um, you know, gatekeeper or, or a person that's better at it than you. If you can lean into 
you know, who you are. I believe whatever unique characteristics you have make you the best at whatever that thing is. So, yeah, I hope that you lean into that this week and you learn something about yourself. Um, so that concludes this episode. And uh, before I go, I would really encourage you to join us uh, on Patreon on August 1st. You have to register as a $10 membership to take our spirit guide workshop and how to connect with your guides, how to develop a better, clear audience and lots of other fun things. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with someone you love and I will see you in the next one. Bye. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening.